0: Welcome to It's a Debate. Welcome to another episode of It's a Debate. This is a podcast started by seven friends from Howard University. We, we are here to discuss a hot topic or and a random topic throughout the week. Though we may discuss these topics, we do not get to pick our sides. So you may hear someone presenting an opinion that they do not really believe. Before we get into the topic, let's introduce ourselves. Ladies, who's here today? Hey everybody, it's Alana. <laughs> hey y'all, it's Christy. Hey everybody, it's Lindsay. Paige. Teen 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 team. Bing 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 bing.
1: Teens, beans. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, cut that out. <laughs> I'm your
0: All right, host let me do
1: Gianni that. for the week. Um <laughs>
0: I'm going to throw it over to Paige for the hot topic. Paige, what's on your mind?
1: Okay. A dear friend of mine, a loyal listener, just hit me up before we started recording and asked me, would you date a bisexual man? So I want to know what would you guys do?
0: First and foremost, thank you, listener. (laughs) (laughs) Can we at least thank the listener for the question how many questions do we get Oh. thank you Lon. there were so oh, many in oh. our inbox as well so I'm- our, our inbox is flooded <laughs> oh my god thank You're you listener Rose for the sweet. question i'll start us off it's gonna be a hard pass for me but i appreciate you and your honesty because i'm sure that there are bisexual <laughs> men out there who are not being honest about who they are so again thank oh, you for god. your honesty Thank you for playing, but no thank you. But Tiani, it's not the answer we want, it's the explanation. So why is it a hard no? <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm just not seeing it. Okay. I'm not seeing it. <laughs> not seeing it. Go ahead, Lindsay. Go I'll ahead. go sit right after my birthday twin. Yes, birthday week. Three days! Woo! <laughs> Hard no for me because if you would like for people to play in your booth, hey, I <laughs> think you were say that. I knew it. <laughs> yes. I don't want your explanation I want to scream. It's a no <laughs> for no. Wow, but no. but you know that straight men like they're played with, Lindsay. I've heard, and true. I. have I've heard, and what I told those straight men as well. <laughs> no for me. Things yeah. should come out of there, not go in. Okay. But do what you do. You and your crew. Okay. <laughs> Anyone else want to chime in
1: on this? Um, yeah, I'll chime in. Oh, no, go ahead, Paige. Go ahead, Paige. Okay, so for me... I actually don't care surprisingly however it would I don't know how to say this without sounding mean but every bisexual man that I've met who has told me he's bisexual I just assumed they were gay and so it comes down to the personalities and the bisexual men that I know I don't like their personalities.
0: Okay, what if he had the personality of old
1: boy on insecure? I would be okay with it Yeah. You go.
0: would be okay with knowing that a man has slept with another man. No judges, Lindsay. I'm not yes. judging. No, I'm judging. I'm not judging. I'm just exactly, asking.
1: Exactly. Um it was
0: the it was the emphasis in the I'm question.
1: not I'm not okay with knowing that my man has been with other women. Ooh but you're okay knowing that he's other men no the I point is i'm like, not interested in your past period yeah right hmm. that's that was a very mature interesting page was... however
0: comma <laughs> not however <laughs> however comma <laughs> it's a no for me um, <laughs> but let me expound on the no for me i have a lot of lesbian friends and my lesbian friends don't want to date bisexual girls for the same reason why I don't want to date a bisexual man it's too much for me what's too much and I'm being honest and vulnerable it's the insecurity for me because it's like if you're gonna go out with your girl best friend and we've talked about this on episodes before about you know hanging out with it's like my antennas are going to be up. Yes, I trust you, but like some situations aren't appropriate. So it's like if you are a heterosexual man and we're dating, it is inappropriate for you to go out with an associate, like, unless she's your best friend that I've met, it's inappropriate for you to go out with an associate friend and meet her at a bar at midnight. Mm-hmm. Now what are the rules if you're bisexual? This has to do with my comfort level. It doesn't have to do with the other person, mm-hmm. but like for me then, to just think about like setting boundaries for both genders and blah, blah blah. I just feel like it takes a big person and I appreciate Paige being a big person but it's not me, not mm-hmm. me. So that's why it's it's not that I'm like deterred from someone who likes, another gender is just like too complicated for me it's too many people to keep up with mm. like I'm already giving bitch a side eye if they looking a little too long at my man so how do I know you know what I mean like is it you female is it you male is it you? Right. you know what I mean like it's too right. many to keep up with and I agree like yeah. It, it and it's definitely my own insecurity when it comes to that, you know what I mean? Because especially with females, like females, you know when they're flirting, you know when they're being extra, you know what I mean? Because you do it yourself. So mm-hmm. I can spot that, but I feel like you go up to the coffee counter and it's a male behind the counter, I'm just gonna be looking at both of y'all like, <laughs> well, what y'all talking mm-hmm. about? What's so funny? You know what I right. mean? So and I don't, me I don't be want to to look like
1: that. But <laughs> but how can you how can you avoid that if it's a woman
0: you can't I can tell you you can't hang out with women <laughs> but basically like what, what y'all what y'all talk about what y'all so f- key-, key and what's so funny like include me in mm-hmm. on the on the laughs. So, i am so, your friend i am the only female friend that you need okay no new friends, no new friends.
1: So this is a scenario for me.
0: Yeah. So, and I think Alana will agree with this. The scenario is we have a gym, community gym across the street. John goes to the gym. He meets a friend and he's like, wow, I just hit it off with a new friend. We're going to go to tropical smoothie and get a protein shake after just <clears throat> worked out. And I'm like, okay. Very cool, specific.
1: <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I was just trying to pick this
0: place, right? We're going to go get wheatgrass, whatever. <laughs> if it's a guy i'm like okay cool make a new friend if it's a girl i would be like this sound this feels fishy like why are you making new friends yes. at the gym and then hanging out afterwards but then it's like if you're attracted to men and women it's just like based on my own insecurities a lot said the same thing it has to do then with you, that can't no <laughs> you can't have no friends you can't friends. have no friends so you pick you make that decision I would like to think that I would, in my mind, I would be, I wouldn't care. However, um, say, yeah, in my mind, I wouldn't care. But um, I think there would be a level of like, how do I know that um, the same thing people who are homosexual do? Like, how do I know that I'm not just an experiment? You know what I mean? Like how do I know are you really neutral 50 50 mm-hmm. or are you more for men and is the pat like the whole of your relationships are you like 70 percent men or 80 percent men and you've dated like 20 percent women you know so then am I just a, a pass along your way to the perfect man or you know like are we really having
1: like yeah. a serious
0: relationship right now i definitely yeah. get that i can honestly say i'm just not secure enough to do it i'm, I'm not mature enough i'm not mm-hmm. secure enough i just see grace and frankie happening you know what i'm saying oh, like <laughs> and i love that show but i would have surely killed at least one of those men that's just not you're not going to ruin my life after 50 years it's just not, not for your happiness or anybody else's happiness i'm sorry like i'm you know one the thing like i would say the common theme in our discussions about relationships is like open communication right so like if if we turn a certain age and it's just a surprise to me like the grace Frankie, then i would feel you know a certain way but then again like going into it or being with someone really just about like are you being true with me like is this you know open communication on like past desires whatever um yeah wow I'm surprised that you lost answers but I'm not judging
1: I just never looked like like also I think I should say that that's definitely in in my mind it's I don't know if I would actually if somebody actually told me that and I had you know a foot and a half in the door would I still back out
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So if you but also, oh, if you have a foot in the it? door, sorry, go ahead, Christy. Did y'all watch Love is Born? That is exactly what I was okay. saying about. That's <laughs> what I'm referencing. Yeah. If, but but he, he was not secure enough in himself to feel like he can openly communicate who he is to me. Like, if he had just said it, I think he's used to, you know, like the stigma, especially in black communities about men who have been with other men and he hasn't found himself in what because he doesn't even know how to describe it like he doesn't even come out and say like I'm bisexual I don't know the way he describes it it didn't feel like he was confident enough in himself to be able to be true with her from the beginning but yeah (laughs)
1: <laughs> Go ahead, and, and to me he was the perfect example <laughs> of like the episodes before the point that he revealed that to her i was like he likes women
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly i never and, got the vibe so to me, that he should have been there like, in the first place yeah and now he's with the man if you follow him on instagram <laughs> well well no, I, don't I,
1: know. I don't well whatever
0: i'm like don't play with people okay. like at least yeah to- right be honest and upfront. And With if yourself. you don't know, if you don't know what the hell you like, don't use me as an experiment, experiment <laughs> on somebody else. How about that? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. So before Paige was saying, if she was one foot in the door and found out they were bisexual, but see, this is this is why my issue, I can't do it because it's like, if we're dating and I'm quote unquote, one foot in the door, meaning we have something, then And now you want to tell me that you're bisexual. It's like, why is that identity so important to you right now? That's like dating someone who's heterosexual and them just being like, just to let you know, I like women. And it's like, okay, like, why are you telling me this right now? Like, you're with me or like, what are you really trying to say? I guess is what I'm, I'm getting at. It's like, if you're halfway in or in a committed relationship and then someone tells you, it's like, why could that possibly be relevant right now when you're just dating me? So that's why I was kind of insecure. Okay, but what if they never said it to you to begin with because they're like, my soul, my, the only reason I don't bring it up is because right now I'm with you and that's the only person I'm focused on, right? But what if y'all out, for lunch and one of his old bangs rolls up at the table like oh my god Greg how you been and you looking like and baby I'm a you know baby. what I mean and this table over you know what I mean and and he <laughs> throw it you know they little too touchy-feely every time they left they got to touch the shoulder and shit so now you looking like what the fuck and then afterwards they're like oh well then they tell you because that situation came up would you it's be so- more pissed that they're telling you now versus I'm gonna be pissed regardless. So I'm gonna be pissed <laughs> so regardless. Be it didn't matter if it was a man. Or a woman. Why are you on my man's shoulder? But um, so the thing is all how and when. Okay. If we were talking about past relationships and you were just like, just so you know, my ex is a man, I'd be like, Okay. okay. But if you were like, we need to have a serious conversation, I'm bisexual, then I would just be like how important is that identity to mm-hmm. you? like we need to talk about this yeah. like important but it's not just an identity. it's just not an identity being bisexual if somebody says i'm bisexual that means they've had sex with both with uh both genders so it's, that may or may I, not impact you today what if you yeah. tell me that you have slept with men previously to you talking to me it doesn't impact me well no it really doesn't it doesn't impact me because guess what no because guess what i won't be talking (laughs) you ain't gonna be so it doesn't (laughs) (laughs) okay let me let me ask you another question Lindsay. what if i said that he had sex with a prostitute a woman prostitute yeah That's different. I don't know what that means. That's different than a man, Tina. That's different than having sex with a man. It it is different, but I just wanted to see what you're impacted by because it's like potentially anybody who they had sex with in the past, you could be impacted by. by But I wouldn't even compare that. we're, We're talking about somebody having sex with both versus somebody having sex with one. So if you went and got a prostitute with it and you slept with a woman, you could tell me that in a story, and I'm not gonna trip. Like, but if you tell me that, oh, I I probably would've made it. Yeah, like, no, no. Well, since we're going there, yes, what if, no. What if all the women that he dated in the past they only had sex in the other hole? I don't know how graphic we're about to be, right? The <laughs> butthole, but Christy. Like, yeah, okay. if they had anal. If <laughs> they anal. only had anal with other girls. And then they come to you. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> about, they come to you and they're like, look, Lindsay, so this is I'm serious dead. and I'm trying to do it. And I only do it in the back door. And then I have back to on? tell you. <laughs> it's I'm sorry, what? <laughs> if you only do it in the back door. You might want to go find somebody who likes being backdoored then. <laughs> Like I don't understand like it's just no it's my preference no like your past is your past not to say my mind may not change on down the line if I'm in a loving and caring relationship but at the moment if we're dating and that's the first thing that you tell me ain't <laughs> enough love and care in the world like we're not we're not that, that we're not that embedded in each other's lives that uh the back door thing is like okay
1: now yeah. I will say, um, so like I listen to the Read podcast, and there have been several times where they have gone off about black women not being interested in bisexual men because of you know whatever, and I really have a problem with people shaming people for not wanting that because it's like it's if so I hypocrisy
0: said, at the highest levels.
1: It, it is. It's like if I said I don't want to date a guy that's five three should I be cussed out for that no (laughs) great yeah no it's no it's not all it's like doesn't define you as a person but it's a preference and I feel like that needs to be respected yeah Yeah. and to be even
0: more dramatic from height like if there was a if there if someone had a racial preference I wouldn't be like you're racist I'm just like (laughs) that's what you prefer and that and that's fine right Mm-hmm. i wouldn't be like oh my god this person is a racist i would just be like you have a racial preference you have a high preference and you have a sexual preference like these are all just preferences like preferring not to date someone who's homosexual does not make you homophobic in my opinion correct i yeah, would agree. agree
1: i would agree too sounds that like that right
0: doesn't now you could still be homophobic but that outright doesn't make you <laughs> that particular <hurt>. point <laughs> <laughs> didn't quite Me.
1: (laughs) That's not the
0: branch that broke the camel's back. Okay, but this kind of leads into our topic the tiny, inty, winky little thing. Today, we will be discussing the question can you be pro Black and date interracially? I'm going to say it again. Can you be pro Black and date? interracially We have our two um people discussing today cuz I don't want to say argument it's not going to be an argument. Um it will be a debate. On the affirmative we have Alana and on the negative we have Christy. Alana, you ready to take it away? I sure am. We get some last. You know- let me just put this out there that although I'm not quite 100% prepared for this argument, I have been tapping on everybody's ass with these debates. So, Christy, be ready. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was poorly executed trash talk, but I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Deone. Anyway, all right. So, again, can you be pro-Black and date interracially? So, obviously, it's a yes. You can be pro-Black and date interracially. And this is really a no-brainer type of argument and question. You know what I mean? Because when you are dating someone, you are not dating them based on the color of their skin but the content of their character (laughs) come on okay it just it flowed it flowed okay so no but for real when you're dating someone honestly you are dating them on their character you know what i mean you obviously attracted to them because one i'm not going to approach you unless i find some sort of attraction okay two when you're dating someone you mesh on a different level. You're not going to constantly call and be in someone's presence that is against who you are as a person. And I'm saying that because if I'm pro-Black, I'm not going to date some racist white guy from Montana, okay? You can't come to Thanksgiving dinner talking about Trump. You just should know that off rip. We, we cannot be on the same page and aligned when you're looking towards becoming a family unit, because again, I've said previously, when you're dating, majority of the time you are dating to marry, you are dating for that long-term, lifelong relationship so that you are not alone. So there are other characteristics about this person that have got to be positive, that have got to be high quality for you to continue on. Um... To me, being pro-black means that you are being an advocate because you don't have to be black to be pro-black. You can be of other races and be pro-black, honestly. Um, So you are advocating for the African-American community. You are looking out um, to find areas that they are marginalized and you are stepping in to be a voice for the voiceless pretty much, right? So. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, so much. Oh I need to <laughs> a lot, Sarah, clearly. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> All right. So anyway, my point is when you're dating, the reason why you are dating someone is because of who they are deep down and not what their skin color looks like. Thank you, Alana. That was a strong opening. Uh, You made some points that I hadn't thought of. Uh, Christy, what you got to say to Alana? All right. So um, we've talked a lot about relationships in the last two seasons from equally yoked to expectations to if we date and who's paying, right? So again, um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to previous episodes if you're just joining us now all right um so in this group um like we say in the beginning we don't always see eye to eye on most topics um i think one thing that remains common for us though has been our expectations quote unquote uh for relationships um and expectations that in relationships we expect loyalty um we expect speaking and showing your truth and to me today's topic (laughs) today's topic is not any different so um, when we see a black woman or man who is in media be it with um, news or actress or actor or um, thinking of a specific example like the news correspondence on tv and stuff like that or those um, comedy daily shows um, we see them out using their platform to promote blackness Um, consistently speaking out on injustices and out giving speeches and showing up in the streets, actually doing the work um, that she or he speaks. You know, I feel empowered, appreciative, and it's nice to know that somebody is using their platform and representing me in a positive way. Then uh, we see a picture of them and their spouse and their spouse is not black what is the majority of most people's immediate reaction is, oh, like that's who they're with, you know? So, um, or at least that's the majority of what I've heard or seen when those uh, situations occur. Um, It starts to lessen the feeling of representation, like how can this person who's been speaking, you know, so much about protecting blackness and what we interpret as undying love for our people not choose to have undying love with someone of their race that they're fighting so hard to protect? And that question goes out to you, Alana. Wow. <laughs> wow. Alana, that wow. was a direct attack. Go ahead on them. Allow you to was. respond to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I guess I just don't understand how who I sleep with at night negates the fact that I am fighting for equality. I am fighting for excuse me, equity when it comes to my people and my race, okay? Because obviously we are talking about being pro-Black. Shoot, my spouse is probably right next to me fighting that good fight. Just because their skin color does not match does not mean that they are not the ones out here looking for representation as well. Because at the end of the day, if y'all procreate together, your child is part Black. So, Would you, as a parent, be okay with having a mixed race child who is discriminated against just because of the fact that their mom or dad is Black? No, nobody in their right mind would be okay with that. The same goes for people who, white people who be adopting Black kids. You know what I mean? You take on a different lens and a different perspective when it comes to that. And so I believe that when you are dating someone, you wean out all of those red flags and negative tendencies as you're going through this process. And so why in your right mind, would you be with someone who would sit there and allow whether it's a friend, a family member, a coworker or what have you to speak negatively about another race and you just sit there and watch and think that that's okay. No, like that's not someone you would be with, right? So that's why my pro-blackness has nothing to do with the fact that I'm with this white guy because I know for sure he is down with the get down and he's gonna come correct and check you when you don't come correct. Christy. So again, with that choice, even in the recent uh previous. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Tionney. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Tiani, tag her in. Tag her in. Well, I wanted to, but she jumped in so nicely. She anyway. Did it. She did it. Christy, do you feel that Alana answered your question? I mean, it's fair, you know, it's a fair response. Um, but we talked recently about the whole like the baby Danny Lay situation, right? People get blinded by love. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, <laughs> yes, he could be showing me his, like, best side, agreeing what I gotta say, just because, you know, like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this girl, I'm gonna keep this girl, you know what I mean? So, yeah, we could have talked in lengths about things. Yeah, I feel, maybe we haven't, even if we haven't talked specifically about, like, you know, deep down, like, having a deep conversation on certain issues, like, I could be blinded by the fact that you support me in other ways and completely use that and ignore like you know little things on maybe how you've reacted to certain you know things going on with black injustices in the news or whatever you know I could be uh yeah so what was I gonna say oh um the other thing um we're talking about the talk the talk, walk the walk thing, right? So does it not start to you know, neg- negate certain things if I'm seeing one thing or I'm hearing one thing, like you're talking to me about pro-blackness, but then I see something else. Like we've talked about uh, people telling you something or I men telling you what they're gonna do um all this kind of stuff but then it don't show up so how is this situation any different you're talking about uh talking about pro-blackness speaking up for me but then it feels like you're not you're not showing that action in your daily life like it's a hat you put on go in front of the camera and then behind closed doors you know you're not feeling the same way you're like whoo that was a hard day at work. Let me sit down and, you know, enjoy this tea with my spouse. Teddy um, and Tiani. <laughs> so Jeez. imagine like a Dr. Umar, right? Mm. So and oh, if you don't believe exactly what he's saying, let's just speak to the extremities that he relates. Mm-hmm. And then instead of seeing him with two black women at the altar, you see him with two white and I'm only using white because of the extremities of his arguments, Mm -hmm. but it could Mm -hmm. be any race, but I'm saying white because of the extremity of his arguments. Let's Mm -hmm. say he showed up to the altar with two white women. Would you really still in your heart of hearts believe everything that this man (laughs) was saying? Or would you feel like, oh, he's just talking that ish and then going and doing whatever and then keep it moving. All right. It seems like it's about that time for closing remarks. And Alana, you seem ready to go. Go ahead, hit me with it. So as I wrap this argument up, I do just want to say there is a difference between seeing red flags in somebody and not, right? So if I am dating someone, I don't care what their skin looks like. I don't care what their background is, their religious background, any of that. If you are saying one thing to me, and then I'm seeing other actions or people are coming back to me and telling me of other actions that have taken place that don't, and and it doesn't align, then you as a person should have enough sense and judgment to walk away from that situation. And I think a lot of people, since we used the baby and Danny Lay as an example, a lot of people don't have the good sense to walk away. You get caught up in that facade of, but this is the person I'm meant to be with. And that's, that's, I feel like a completely different argument. I don't think that has anything to do with what we're talking about today. And, and I guess my argument that I'm standing with is when you're dating someone, part of dating them is recognizing red flags, recognizing their characteristics, figuring out their family. You know what I mean? Like a lot of how people have grown up and who they've been around influences who they are today. Not saying that people can't change, but it does have a major impact on that. You know what I mean? You're going to flip the script and then call me the N-word when you met. You know what I mean? So a lot of that impacts who you are as a person, as an adult. So when you're dating and you choose to be with someone who is of a different background than your own, aka not Black, then I am going to point those things out and either walk away because that is there and it's a negative characteristic for them or I'm going to stay with them because I've I've recognized that their lifestyle and their background aligns with mine. and you only want the best for me and my people. You don't have to be out on the front lines every day fighting a good fight and protesting in every state, you know what I mean? But at the same time, it can be as small as, you know what I mean, checking a coworker when they don't know that your girlfriend or your wife is black so i can be pro-black and be confident in my blackness knowing that my significant other again whether we're dating or married is doing the same okay christy closing remarks bring it home you got to get them votes all right so (laughs) since we're talking about just dating in general we could have even brought this argument to like your selection and your selection from the beginning so um I'm just gonna reiterate for my closing is that it's a the image that we see somebody that um, you know is out there I would say back up so like in media um I appreciate people who, are black using their platform, and um, you know, being an image that people see, um, and especially like if I agree with the arguments that they speak on, it's refreshing to have them out there as a representation of who we are, and because you know, still seeing um all black families where all members are present and um yeah well all members are present there's not like any stereotypical um uh, things going on with either the mom or the dad like that's who i go on who go on to support and feel like you know they have they got black people in their bag you know what i mean not only do they care about um their race but they're also showing me that not only do they love us just like outside of the home they love us in the home as well and so yeah that's gonna be my closing argument all right, I want to remind us before we vote that you are voting on the actual argument, not your personal beliefs. I will get to your personal beliefs in just a second, but it is about that time to vote. Uh, birthday twin, you go first. Okay, um, I do apologize. I'm in pain over here, but I am going to vote.
1: <laughs> I wanna vote for Christy. Okay, Piaget, let me get your vote. My vote is also for Christy.
0: And because we value every person, I am going to ask Tena, even though the, the competition is over. Tena! <laughs> well, for those who are listening, we're you can see. Today, we're though. one person down today, so there was never going to be a tie. Uh, 10, what you got? Amy, I knew you was gonna <laughs> do it. Yes. I was waiting for it. That's yes. why you went last. That's why you went last before. because I knew it happens to be on the right side of my screen. So there you I go for her. And, and I want <laughs> you to stay as petty as you are to the day you die. Okay, <laughs> so today's winner, um, is Christy. <laughs> um, I, w- I had zero confidence in Alana's trash talk, and you know, honestly, it was the trash talk. Like the trash talk either. was so bad. It was yeah. Dr. Umar um, for me. It was Dr. Umar. Even
1: though, okay.
0: So I do now want to get your. I'm sorry. I want to get their real opinions. Don't I do that? Now? Am wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I do want to get your real opinions. Alana, can you tell us your real feeling? Can you be pro-black and date interracial? I believe you can. Christy, Christy? <laughs> that was short and sweet. That was very short and sweet. I don't have any objections to anything I said. I spoke my truth. For me, I see yes. The point of Alana's like argument, this—the one I agree with—is. Um, it's more, it's more than just the race, it's your actual, like, you could be right beside me, you know, out on these streets, upset with me at like, you know, injustice that happened and stuff like that, and not necessarily be Black. And then it's also not Black and white either. Like, there's other mm-hmm. nationalities. So, right. yeah, I don't agree. I don't agree with my argument. I agree that you can be pro-Black. I think there's other... Um, things that would push me away, you know, you can be black and not pro black, so right, <laughs> right. I ain't calling no names, <laughs> call them names, please. Yeah. We don't want no smoke, we don't want no smoke, we don't want no smoke. Paige, I can't, you... I can't afford to pay if he sues me, <laughs> right? <laughs> Paige, you had something to say?
1: Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say that Alana her um the second part of her argument was pretty pretty good pretty solid that's it thanks <laughs> <laughs>
0: i have something oh, to say, go ahead lindsay i'm not sure if i'm glad christy brought up the dr umar because not sure listeners if you started watching harlem but you should des- definitely check it out but that was a thing that was brought up in one of the episodes is she was a queer and this is how she identified herself, so if I'm saying anything wrong to about anybody, please don't take it to heart. Um, she said she was a queer um, black woman who started a dating app for other queer people in the African American community. And so she started dating a white girl that she really liked and really enjoyed. And she got a couple of looks from people when they were in the street or out in public and at first she was fine with it but then she like thought to herself like how am i going to have this app for african-american queer african-american people but yet i'm dating a white girl like she had a moment where she had to like think about that and you can see what happens at the end once you watch the season but when Christy brought up that example of Dr. Umar, it made me like think about that. Like, I'm sure plenty of people have that reflective thought process, whoever they date. Um, and it's not probably just race, it's probably other things um, that you question, start to question once you step outside of your comfort zone. Um, so, I guess um, I probably should have brought this up in my argument, but I guess I don't know how you can let so many outside factors influence what you do in your relationship. Mm-hmm. And yes, you do have to like sift through the weeds when it comes to stuff like that because people can just be projecting on you like what they would do in the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like me, you just seeing me on the street and seeing that I am with a white person when I'm you know on the front lines fighting for equality amongst black people, that doesn't negate my fight, you know what I mean? And that's not going to stop me from doing what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what I don't like about people in general is how judgmental they are when you're not looking at the bigger picture. You're just looking at, well, she's with a white guy or he's with a white girl, you know what I mean? So whatever they're saying, isn't valid because of that. And I don't think that's right. But people um, do all the time. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go
1: ahead. Sorry, I didn't know it was time for me to give my opinion. I thought you were just calling me to finish my statement. So, <laughs> um, okay, so I think that it's possible. And I believe Christy said like, you know, there's levels to it, right? Mm-hmm. So, I unfortunately come from a place, particularly in my high school, where it was very, very trendy to date Black men. Mm -hmm. And maybe, I don't know if we would call this trauma, but whenever I see interracial couples and I don't know them, so I can't really get a feel for how this white person is I feel like my mind automatically goes to this person is using this man for their skin color and they're using this person for their hair texture so their little kid can have curly hair and and then my next thought is always like if they had kids and the kid got somebody said something racist to them at school, would this person be willing to fight for that kid? And a lot of people that I, a lot of interracial couples that I personally know, I know that would not happen um, in a way that would be effective for the school or other kids to understand, like, this cannot happen to my child. And I feel like, with that said, I, fear for those certain relationships in the way that it's like I don't I don't really feel like your Blackness is being protected and that's why I feel like I don't want to call you say you can't be pro-Black but it's like I just feel like I just feel like your Blackness isn't being protected.
0: So I 100% agree with Paige and the reason why different spend on why 100 percent agree with you page is mm-hmm. i hate i hate to insinuate that a black person has a responsibility to behave pro-black mm-hmm. and it's because being black is a burden mm-hmm. in itself so if i choose not to protest in the streets it's because i don't want to take on incremental burdens that's not the way i choose to express my pro-Blackness, like being Black is extra work in itself. So it's like, and, and I'm gonna circle back to my point, but it's like even in the workplace, it's like Black people don't have the responsibility to pull forward Black people in a company, right? Like it's hard enough to just be Black in a space. However, if you are a partner to someone that's Black and you are not Black, you can't be neutral and you cannot be Mm -hmm, mm silent, okay? mm -hmm. You, however, cannot afford to be silent because your silence is going to be at the detriment of your partner. Mm. My silence might be a self-preservation. Your silence is going to be to my detriment. And that's just how I feel about it. And I feel like 2020 I feel like a lot of interracial couples had to be challenged, right? Because racial conflict was at an all-time high. And it was a lot of interracial couples where the non-brown person really showed who they are. And I'm just like, wow, you have to be embarrassed of your partner right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. embarrassed, okay? Embarrassed. (laughs) My partner doesn't have to. We never spoke about it, okay? But he's part of the African-American network at his company. He was instrumental in making sure that we picked a racially diverse daycare. Like he's hands-on, he's in there. In 2020, like he's a gun, car, sports guy. And a lot of the people who have similar hobbies have different political views, mm-hmm. right? He had to just, even just simply dropping Instagram accounts. Mm that he later found out was posting racist stuff in 2020. It's like, you've just been posting guns this whole time. And you know John likes guns. And then all of a sudden you post something that's like anti-Black or anti-Black Lives Matter. And he was just like, damn, sucks to unfollow this account, but I got to do it. Mm -hmm. That's how your partner has to show up for you. Anything less than that is just not going to work. You cannot be neutral. You can't be silent. And that's just, that's my opinion on the matter. I love that. I am glad that you said that because a lot of people don't realize that their their co-worker or their friend or even sometimes their mate considers themselves to be a bystander. And bystanders can be a little bit more dangerous than you think. Mm -hmm. I am going to uh, use the example of Drew Brees. Um, Everybody thought he was cool. Everybody thought he was down. The whole entire city of New Orleans loved him until he completely misunderstood the kneeling for the flag thing Hmm. and he made some very crazy comments about it and it got to the point where that day his entire team called him to the floor and was like nah player you got this messed up but again like you cannot assume because you work with these people that they have good feelings towards you or even you know positive (laughs) feelings towards your strife or even know what you're going through you know what I'm saying? So, like, if you're going to date interracially, by all means, do you. But make sure, like Pay said, make sure that you are protected. Also, make sure that the person you are with is not a bystander. If something happens to you, they cannot just stand by it happens. They need to protect you. You know what I'm saying? Like they, like y'all say, it's levels to this. You cannot... My point is, you cannot be a bystander. A bystander is just as dangerous. You have to be protected at all costs, no matter who you date. I think, so, too... I was going to say quickly to the last three, like, Tena, Tiani, but um, um, even starting with Tina's point, like, it's, again, communication to, like, we, it's, like, a reoccurring topic, and if you don't know how to show up for me, and you want to know how to, like, asking questions, I know we, some people hate, like, you know, people of race asking, but if it's your spouse, like y'all are having those conversations, um, or should be having those conversations. So it's like, um, I may think, or, you know, someone, if there's, I don't even know, like if it's an opposite race type thing, like I may think I know how to show up for you, but maybe that's not proper or maybe not the proper way for us. So asking those questions, like, how can I show it for you? And then those moments, like, um, you know, again, with just relationships in general, you want to feel safe. You want to feel protected. Mm -hmm. So um, that is one of the ways, like, um, just speaking on Ray's, like, that's one of the ways that you can show me that, you know, you're going to protect me by asking how I can show up for you, actually showing up for me in moments that matter and not just pushing it to the side, like, oh, it's okay. Like, um, you know, not wanting to to cause conflict or start drama. Um, anyway, sorry, that goes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like having the conversations, how do I show up for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think for me, a lot of the show up, isn't again like protesting or whatever. No. Like, there's a group of people who do that, and that's great, but that's not what most people are gonna do. For me, show up means education and acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. I need you to acknowledge that I'm an engineer at a predominantly white company and check in on me. Mm-hmm. I need you to be educated on the inequities, right? Like, I don't need you to be in the street fighting, but it's like, if i've told you about my experiences i need you to acknowledge that this is real for me and that i need you to be educated enough to anticipate experiences and it's just like that that person needs to be working towards at a bare minimum i'm not saying that person needs to tear down the walls of racial inequity but <laughs> if you can't acknowledge what your partner is going through and you're not willing to be educated about it mm-hmm then don't. And so even when we went into 2020, I had to tell John, I was like, for, for right now, you cannot tell anybody that you're married to a black person. And he was like, why? You know that wouldn't normally come up but sometimes it does come up and he's like, why? And I was like, because things are so sensitive right now, you don't wanna be that, but my wife is black guy. And if, it, if they're your friend and they're close to you, and they're getting to know about your family, that's fine. But it's just like, and he had been getting involved in the Black Employee Network and all that stuff. And it was like, as he was making, you know, headways and doing that for his company, I wanted people to just accept that he was doing that because that's what he wanted to do. And I didn't want him to be the, you know,
1: my wife wife is Black, black, so that's that's why. why I can't be
0: racist type of guy. And there's plenty of people in interracial relations who use that relationship as defense to continue to be racist. <laughs> Paige, you <is laughs>
1: snapping fingers saying what you got to say, girl. <laughs> what you got to say, Paige. Um. So I know my family is not gonna listen to this. There is someone in my family who <laughs> is about to marry a very lovely young lady who is not black. Be leading up to their engagement. The mother had been going in on my family member, basically saying like, people are gonna think you're a whore. People are gonna think you're not good enough. Mm. I'm worried about what, like, oh, he's a nice, sweet guy. But like, what is everybody else gonna think about you? And I, I think that people need to also, like from the Black perspective, people also need to realize what they're entering into when they enter into interracial relationships because you marry an entire family, right? And so it's like, okay, yes, this girl is ride or die for you, but are you okay with having to break your back to prove that you are a decent human being Mm -hmm. when they think that you're a piece of shit? Mm -hmm. Like these, we had some family members meeting her family. And uh, so I come from a family of people who, you know, are all esteemed and STEM and whatever. And she found out what people's professions were. And she's like, you guys are just so accomplished. Like you guys are so educated and so, you know, eloquent. And it's like, why would we be anyway way but that? And I just, So going back to Tina's point that, you know, just because people accept, you know, one or two people into their family, it doesn't mean that they're not racist. It doesn't mean they're not going to fight with you. It doesn't mean they're not going to go around still saying those same things and then be like, oh my gosh, my grandchild, he's black. My grandchild is black. I'm not racist. You don't like black people. Right
0: you brought up another point, like expanding to family. So let's say we're moving out of the dating phase, we're going into like, now y'all two are creating another family and then grandparents. So not only because a lot of times, you know, grandparents are going to keep the children as well. So like, not only does my spouse have to be able to support and protect not only myself, but now our child, like their parents and we know if we go back far enough generationally like you're gonna reach that one family member who's who's not going to but like yeah just thinking about that now the parents of your spouse you know oh,
1: mm-hmm. that's difficult very difficult yeah I could go off for days <laughs> let me mute in those instances though
0: in those instances though like i need you to be self-aware enough to check your mama
1: okay? okay
0: or to check your grandmama at this point we are all adults and for you to say some passive aggressive shit like you guys are so well educated you should have stepped in and said something mm-hmm. even if your clapback was as weak as mine you should have said <laughs> something yeah. and that's i guess where red flags pop up for me mm. you can't be so blinded by just y'all's relationship that you don't see that your significant other who you think you want to spend the rest of your life with can't even check your family about sly comments that they say to you or your family. Because again, how are you going to make, sh- ensure that my child is being protected when I'm not here? Mm-hmm. And those are instances where I can't trust that you're going to protect them in whatever form or capacity, because you can't even protect me. Because mm. if I have to check Grandmama. It's gonna be a problem. So I'm gonna need you to say something before I, do. you know what I mean? And like I have that's have not no okay. problem. I have no problem checking grandmama, pastor, auntie, grandma, Jesus All Christ, love favorite love you. nephew. You will be respectful or you will be disrespected. Dem's the rule. But going back to children, now I'm really opening up a can of worms. Nobody is entitled to access to your child. And when you have a kid no matter how much you love somebody it's gonna be it might not be racism it could be other things but I feel like you and your partner may be discussing all of your family members and evaluating whether or not they're gonna have access to your child for multiple reasons like that might not be the only reason and this is just one of the reasons like you know let's just say Extended family, right? I don't know how all my extended family feels about John. I don't know how his extended family feels about me, but nobody will have access to Gloria until I 100% am sure, right, that it's going to be a healthy mental environment for her. So I 100% agree with this conundrum, but it's also just like, I don't care if you are the grandma. If I think you're racist, you're not getting around my child. And fortunately that's not my situation but
1: that's the energy we need because don't let a little man have to sleep over at me ma's house talking about i just could not
0: get a comb through your hair Mm
1: -mm. it's just a lot it's
0: just a lot and i feel like when you're dating interracially if you choose to do so you need to do a lot of work before you commit like because it just opens, like even when you said kid, having kids, and now the grandchild can't see the the um, grandmother. Like, so now is your relationship with your mother going to be destroyed? Like, do I love you that much that I am willing to destroy my family, my legacy, everything else? Like, I don't know. That's you. It, you have to. You do work in relationships regardless, but I feel like you have to really, really. Do the work and do a lot of healing because if, you, if you're if you dating outside of your race, especially if you're white, you were brought up that way. Like if your parents are talking like that, you have that instilled in you. All of those values, yeah. like it's not, oh, I'm just, I love you so much. No, in the back of your head, you're probably thinking those things that your mother is saying. That's why you feel like it's okay to say, oh... You all are so well-educated. I didn't know. Like, it's just, I don't know. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have a family member. I have a family member. He married a white woman and her father did not come to the wedding Mm -hmm. because obviously my my cousin is Mm Black. And so it's just, and, and for a very long time, she didn't even go to her side, her like her family functions because she knew that her dad would be there. Mm-hmm. And she was like, this is not the environment that I'm going to be in, nor will my husband be in. Because if you can't accept him, then you can't accept my children. You can't accept, you know, our blended family, any of that. So it sucks. But if you're going to commit
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and you want to be with that person there's some shitty situations that are going to come up and you have to be okay with that mm-hmm. but when you get married look this is my family now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. me my husband and my children this is my family you, everyone else comes secondary so t- ties will be cut mm-hmm. but that's the commitment that you agree to once you start this new union Ties will be cut title of the episode Time will be, <laughs> good. Will be good. <laughs> And I, I've seen this um, with not just um, interracial relationships, but even with religion. Like, some people, mm-hmm. I know somebody who was fine. They had a great relationship. He was a Muslim and she was a Christian. And so they thought it would, you know, work yourself out. But once they got married, there were just certain things that were a non-negotiable for him being a Muslim and they ended up getting a divorce. So it's, you just really have to, who when you do that in any aspect of wanting to be with somebody who is culturally different than you, you have to do the work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You really do have to do the work. It's like Alana said, if you gonna date somebody, you really gotta be asking all the hypothetical questions, off that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be married. I do not I, am, I will stick beside that you better be asking them goddamn questions what That's did you do here and I guess I gotta add one more question are you bisexual oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you do yeah you do what, what a way to end this podcast full <laughs> circle um ladies and gentlemen thanks again for joining us um for another episode of It's a Debate. Uh, we would love for you to catch up with us on Lindsay's TikTok, uh, <laughs> YouTube, which will look a little different uh, this time around, um, Instagram, and Twitter. And to our viewers, this is our last episode for season two. Mm-hmm.
1: Woo-hoo. Wow, thank y'all thank for you for rocking money. with us, y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: That means you have plenty of time to go back and revisit (laughs) the first two seasons. Catch up on them episodes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And (laughs) yeah. (laughs) But as for all of us, we will see you next time. You guys live a great life and be blessed.